Welcome in to the Fortress of Comitude podcast. My name is Tyler. I'm Mary. I'm McCord. This is another Was It That Bad? It's a monthly show we do where we take, uh, you know, previously conceived bad, nerdy or comic book movies and we give them a rewatch and we figure out if they deserve the hate they got. And uh, this month we are going back, not, this probably, no, this is the most recent movie we've done up to this point. Most of them have been older films. So this movie, we're only going back five years to 2014 to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. A lot of people refer to this as the Michael Bay Ninja Turtles, which he produced but did not direct. Which but, was obvious. Yeah, but a lot of people call it the Michael Bay Turtles, but it's just worth noting that he did not direct the movie. But it, there's very much his, I don't want to say stain on it, but his, stain. his flavor <laughs> is in this movie. Only right at the end, though. I feel like, I mean, there some was, of the, it wasn't nearly as explodey exploding oh, no, as, no, 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 as no. Michael Bay movies For sure, become. for sure. I definitely think when you see the design for Shredder, though, you're like, that's Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we get into all that, we got a couple uh, quick things here. So number one, uh, we teased earlier on social media this week um, that Doug Wagner will be returning to the podcast Woo! to talk about his uh, new book from Image that's coming out with artist Daniel Hilliard, which is also the artist on Plastic for all, all you people that read that, which I know there's a ton of you. So he will be on the podcast. The The night we will record that will be May 31st. So if there's anybody that has questions for Doug or uh, anything that you guys want us to ask him, you need to tweet at us or send us a direct message or whatever on Instagram or Facebook before May 31st. And we will make sure that your questions get asked on the show. Um, you guys will hear it that following Sunday, which will probably be like, what, June 2nd or 3rd or whatever that might be. So... um. There's that. The other thing is we still need to uh, pull a name for the next Creator Focus episode because we did not do that after the previous uh, Creator Focus episode. So I'm going to have McCord do that right now. While he's, do, while he's doing that, uh, thanks to everybody that checked out our live podcast from last week at Wasatch Comic Con. Apologize again for the audio for the first two minutes or so of it. It's very distorted and loud. But uh, we eh. had a lot of fun doing it. McCord's nodding in agreement, so I'm assuming it's a good name. Donnie Cates. Oh, Donnie Cates. Yay. And I just ripped it. Sorry, Donnie. How dare you? <laughs> good thing we have it on recording. We <laughs> yeah. know who it was. <laughs> All right. Donnie so Cates will be the next creator focus episode, which will be in like two weeks, actually. Usually they're a month from the time we pick them, but we. One of the we, hottest authors today, for sure. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, if, you, if you were to everything. ask me who's the hottest one, that's he's probably the first one that comes to my head. Him yeah. and Zadarsky are probably like the first two. Rosenberg's up there. Um, yeah, but, but, but I mean, it's I mean, not close. Donny Cates. Cates is on like 13 titles or oh, something. Yeah. It's and, ridiculous. And scattered across all, I mean, yeah. indie, plus he's just killing everything at Marvel right now. So. Right. Yeah, for sure. So Donny Cates, that'll be fun. Next week, we'll be back here to do our next comic book club, which will be Secret Weapons from Valiant, which was requested by McCord, so that'll be fun, which I have yes. never read. So I'm looking forward to reading. I don't know if Kylie's read it either. So. Uh-huh. But it's really good. I've read it. I'm looking forward to reading. I, I've never read a I'm Valiant read book. Again. So I'll read it again. Yeah, yeah I've never read a Valiant title. Here I am hosting a comic book podcast. Never it, read I a Valiant title. I think it was. Title. I think Secret Weapons was the. F- no, it was like the third one I read. I think Secret Weapons was the first one I read. Okay, so at least it, one of the first. I read mm-hmm. Eternal Warrior, then I think Time Walker, and then 
secret weapons. That's which it doesn't really matter which which order you read it in. Spot the but. order. For anyone that's not sure, we'll be doing the first trade of secret weapons, which is probably what the first five. Or yeah, six there's issues. there's o- there's only one trade of secret weapons. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was a it was a mini series. Oh, okay. So it's not a it wasn't an ongoing. Oh, no. okay. No, so it's how it, much I know. About it, I mean, it leads into other stories that come okay. after, but there's only one trade of secret weapons. So there's weapons. no confusion of what we're doing though for secret yeah. weapons because it's just the one trade. Okay, well that's yep. great. Um, that's four issues. Four, oh, that's even better. That means I can read that thing in like a half an hour. Valiant yeah. does that a lot, actually. Pretty much all their events are four issues, and all of their first volumes are four issues, and they're mm-hmm. all 10 bucks. That's nice. I mean, just straight up, simple, cheap. Mm-hmm. They just want people to read it. McCord is, is a Valiant guy. If you want to know about Valiant, he can tell you. Valiant really won me over a lot on this previous election season, which, I mean, we're not going to get into any of that, but on election day... Um, they posted on all their like official social medias on their Twitter, their Instagram, everything for Valiant was like, hey, anyone that's going out and voting today and has time to kill waiting in lines, we're like, thank you for like exercising oh. your right to vote. We're basically giving like a ton of our books away for free on Comixology for just today. Like download them, read them. If you got to have something to do while you're waiting in line at the polls, read these books. And I was like, that's a pretty cool thing to do, actually. Yeah, they're re- they're a really good company in general. They were all comic retailers at one point. There's not mm-hmm. a single person in that office that didn't work in the retail business previously mm-hmm. and the comic retail specifically. And everything they do is geared towards getting people into those brick and mortar stores, the cheap first editions, the returnability on their books for uh, for the retailers so that they can take a chance on mm-hmm. it and then still be able to return what, what they don't sell. Things like that. Just uh, they keep their books limited to six to eight titles a month, so that you can pick up the entire line for like twenty five bucks a month, yeah. which is not which is bad for comics. Sweet. Yeah, I mean oh, there's yeah. there's twenty five tie ins to War of Realms for Marvel <laughs> in like in a week. June alone. Yeah. yeah, there's like you know like eight to ten just, a week. It's like ridiculous just for the event. Yeah, not including all of Marvel's other titles. That's ridiculous. Which is about. I think they put somewhere between 60 to 70 books out a month. Oh, they're doing more than that because that's what DC's doing. They're over 100. They're they're between like 110 and 120 last I heard. And then and then um, they DC got, has cut it down to about 70, 80 books a month. And, yeah, and Valiant's like <sighs> 6 to 8. Which is why Marvel <laughs> controls the market share every month because they're just they're putting out they more just product. They have so anyway. much product. Um, okay, so anyways... Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2014 this is from Paramount and Nickelodeon Studios so before we can figure out if it's that bad we have to know exactly how bad was it and according to Rotten Tomatoes it's at 21% critical 51% audience so neither score was very kind to it no um, but that's a big jump between the audience right? yeah I mean 30% I mean that is pretty big 51% is still the little garbage can emoji so it's it's right um, not not good um, we actually did a poll and reached out to you guys on Facebook because we wanted to hear from you guys. And we actually came in at a 55% no, 45% yes, it is that bad. So more people um, think the movie's not that bad I than voted they no. think it is. So there you go. Um, <laughs> it's one of those. Yeah, it, I always it, vote. It, it's not that bad. Like, um, and, and, I, and voted, I voted no. And uh, I mean, well. I don't want to spoil the end of the episode when we answer the question, but I'm not 100% sure it is either. But we'll we'll get into all that. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a very interesting um, franchise. It's a very personal one to me because it might be the first like franchise that I loved 
I mean, obviously counting like, I don't know, when I was a kid, maybe like Barney or something, whatever. But I mean, like, that I can remember yeah, actively. I never did Barney. I might have been before Barney. You're a little older than me. Older My cousins than me. watched Barney, though. I just didn't get but, any, anything that wasn't animated. Yeah, but I mean, like, when you're getting out of like that pre-K, like, when you're getting out of the educational shows, I think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was that first franchise that I actively pursued. The action figures, the shirts, the everything. That and Power Rangers kind of around that same time. But I mean, Nerd, Turtles Pat came out girl. first. I was just gonna say, like, but but I'm saying no. But there's for, like a but, six year difference. No, there, but for me, least. yeah, for me, they were around that same time because I was obviously not born until I wasn't alive when Turtles started. I'm gonna look that up. Um, Turtles came out in '87, the animated show. If, that, if that's what you're wondering. Yeah, and, and Rangers Power came Rangers out was in '93. '93. Yep. Yeah. Um, the the comic book, obviously created by Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman, came Cheers. out in 1984. Um, and it's an interesting franchise turtles because since 1984 there basically has always been some iteration of the turtles Mm -hmm. and there's not very many franchises you can say that with power rangers being one of them because they've never been off tv but even scooby-doo's came and went though scooby-doo has gone away and come back hiatuses um i mean turtles for the most part has always had movies coming out or an animated series on tv um, and so in 2012, Nickelodeon like a live bon- action Broadway musical, oh, <laughs> a live action TV show called Ninja really? Turtles: The Next Mutation. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, that happened in like '97 or something like that. Yeah, Skipping Stones, the Splinter song. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, McCord, what kind of history do you have with the Turtles? Were you? Is it something that you were into, or? Oh yes. Okay. Oh yes. Um, and who's your favorite turtle? Uh, I'm a Mikey Raph. guy. Okay, I'm a yeah, Mikey guy. big yeah. Raph, big Raph guy. Uh, no, so I mean, oh jeez. And he is a big guy in this movie too. Oh, <laughs> as he should be. Um, and I'll we'll get I'll get into that too. No, but my I don't even remember my introduction to turtles. Man, it's been around. Um, uh, for like most it's one of, those of my life, I was always there. Yeah, like I was born in '83. It came out in '87. Yeah, the movie came out in '90, and it's the first movie I remember seeing in the movie theater. But it wasn't okay. the first movie I saw in the movie. Just theater. the first one you can actively remember. Going but to. I remember being at the movie theater and seeing the poster for it. Oh, I don't remember which movie I was at <laughs> at the but, time. But, but that whatever shows that the was significance of that franchise, though, that that's a memory for you. Oh, yeah, more so than the movie you saw. Oh. Seeing the poster for that movie is the memory that stuck okay. with you. Yeah, it, it's in. It was in the the movie theater next to the mall that I grew up at. And I remember walking in and it was one of those, I'm pretty darn certain it was one of those like summer school movies where you could buy like 10 tickets for 10 bucks or whatever. And and then they show like cartoon movies during the summer oh, okay. from, yeah. from school. I think it was like even like Rocket Doodle or something that I oh, was at. <laughs> I yeah. remember. There's, yeah. a, there's a pretty forgotten I'm, I'm, movie. I'm a little old. Um, but Rock I. Do you I, remember that movie? No. Oh. I remember very vividly walking That's into exactly the movie theater like. and seeing the poster for the, the movie poster. For the With them all time. looking up out of with, the sewer. With, out of the. Yeah. 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 And man, I. So great. Lost it. I mean, I. Oh Turtles man. was truly a phenomenon. I mean, it truly was, a phenomenon in every sense of the word. The merchandising, the show got so big. 
It was just crazy. Was there a toy line that hit? I mean, I mean, I guess there was obviously things like Star Wars and stuff, but I mean, that toy line did everything. You could buy action figures of the turtles in basketball uniforms or the turtles uh, in like I, I rollerblade outfits, the turtles dressed up at like stuff that you that never even appeared in the comics or the show, but they just made toys of it because like people will keep buying this, just keep doing anything. I do. I had so many of those. Oh, toys. yeah. I had so many. I remember of when those they toys. first did the like. The, like not. they were like the stretch Armstrong kind of guys, but they were turtles. But they were like the the stretchy kind of. Uh, did you have you any I mean? of the ones that would wind up and swim around in the bathtub? Yes, I did. I did. I did not. But that. my favorite one was those stretchy <laughs> ones. I loved those so much. Mine were the ones that you could fold up into a shell, and, and like it turned into like a turtle, mm-hmm. and then and then you'd open the shell, and like you could turn the head in, inside out, and you turn the oh, arms in. Oh. Yeah, so so it's a baby. It's either a baby turtle or the full-blown oh. Ninja Turtle. And the Turtle Blimp and the Turtle Van. And, and they the had pizza shooter. the Channel 7 Van. Dude, I mean, you could buy broke. everything. Pizza Shooter was oh, always yeah. broken. Yeah, they were cheap. In <laughs> the big, I wanted the Technodrome so bad, and I never got it. That big, giant Technodrome. Yeah, I never, never got I never it. had the Technodrome, but boy, did I have a lot that of That thing's worth toys. a couple bucks now if you got one oh of those, gosh. dude. Big time. Well, and a lot of people don't know that Turtles is a spinoff of Daredevil unofficially basically yeah yeah where in turtles one you see the accident that causes matt murdoch's blindness and that's the ooze that seeps into the sewer that turns the turtles obviously some wordplay with like the foot and the hand like and stick and splinter yeah definitely (laughs) because they they were big frank miller yeah it was frank miller's daredevil Mm -hmm. that, that that was based off of and that original's comic was that dark and Oh yeah, mm, kind, kind of. Well, and it was the black and white oh, with black only white. the red. I mean, it was. I mean, it was they, really fra- like they really like wanted to be Frank Miller. They straight up printed the it was pages like off City. and stapled them together. I mean, it was like a <laughs> self-published. And if those and those are hard to price from what I've heard from people because they have. There's no idea of how many they actually made because yeah. like they didn't really do a print run, right? So it's it's hard to like authenticate those is what i've heard those original turtles comics they're very hard to authenticate if it's a real one or a fake because of course there's fakes floating out there that will try to tell you this is the original mirage turtles and it's not um so yeah kevin eastman and and peter laird definitely i mean god can you talk about (laughs) lucky for those guys to not only be able to do something just for the fun of it but have something that was not a marvel or dc property that was 100 percent theirs I mean, Kevin Eastman's never going to have to do anything again for the rest of his life. And I'm, I mean, Peter Laird has been one of those that's kind of disappeared more into the... But I'm sure he's living well, I would imagine, so... He's got at least a piece of that pie, right? Oh, I'm sure he does. Kevin Eastman uh, seems more like the, I like to be in front of people and do stuff like that. Maybe that's not Peter Laird's gig, but oh, that's he's, fine. He's great. But the, the story goes that the two of them were hanging out one day, and they were big fans of kung fu movies, and they used to like to draw... And um, and they thought it would be really funny to see what's his face. Bruce, they were watching a Bruce Lee movie, and they were saying, "What if Bruce Lee was an animal? What, what kind of animal be? would he be?" And it would be really funny if he was a if turtle. he was a turtle. They ended up doing a turtle. Yeah. They did different ones. Yeah, because they drew him as a monkey. They drew him as a cow. They drew him as yeah. a turtle. It was like, oh, wouldn't that be funny? Because turtles are obviously very slow. Yeah. Um, and then somehow that turned into four turtles, and then now we have this gigantic brand. And so Nickelodeon relaunched Ninja Turtles in 2012 with an animated series. Yeah. That was received very, very well. And so the next logical thing to do in 2014 was obviously to put out another live action Ninja Turtles movie because there hadn't been one since the TMNT animated movie in 2007. And there hadn't been a live action movie since 
probably what ninety six or I so. Didn't like Turtles three. Very much. I never, T- I never watched it until I was with him and he was and t- with Tyler. TMNT has its moments. And there's some he, cool. Oh show yeah, yeah. There's definitely, there's definitely. It's some worth moments. a watch. Like if you've never seen it, it's worth watching. It's all right. Well, and just a fun fact: by nineteen ninety five, so that was only what eight years after its conception. No, that's when the. 95 so, so would have been 10 years. 11 years after the comic. Yeah. Uh, it was up to $6 billion in revenue. Wow. I mean, in 10 years. And, and like that's, a, and that's yeah, in, essentially 10 years. And that's yeah. in 95 money. So yeah, adjusted that for inflation to now, it's probably more. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely. I, I say it was a phenomenon. It was the thing to like. It was the thing to do. Every Ask any parent that had children in between 80 something and 90 something like mm-hmm. They bought Turtles things for their kids. I'm pretty positive about that. So this movie comes out. Um, I was really psyched for this movie. We went and saw it opening day. Mary, you remember? I do remember. We went and saw it on that Friday afternoon. It was a matinee. Um, yeah. Liked the movie when we left. Really did. Yeah. Even even there was stuff that I you know, was like, eh, I don't know if I'd have done that, but liked the movie when we left. Yeah. Um, okay. Saw it again months later, and it's one of those ones that I think... Every time I've seen it, I've liked it a little bit less up until we re the rewatch for this podcast where I've kind of come back a little bit the other way where I'm like, no, no, there is some some good things. And and McCord will be the first to tell you because he has worked in the film industry and there's people that get paid a lot more money than I do to make these decisions. So I certainly don't want to come in here and be like, this is trash. You know, it's someone's artistic vision that is clearly different than mine. Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, clearly different from mine. But th- there's just some things here that I'm just like, I don't care for that at all. Um, and I don't know if that's necessarily a knock against the movie itself. But uh, that's that. So, Mary, what were your like initial thoughts of the movie when we saw it? Uh, I don't think I remember my initial thoughts. I remember liking it. And okay. I think I like it the same amount. Okay. So Ninja Turtles was never something that was like, I love this and I have to have everything of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that wasn't. I was. <laughs> yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't like oh, that. Yeah. I really liked the show on what what was the the Fox 13 kids. The 2003 series. I the really Fox liked series. that. Is that the one where they went to the future? Yes. I mean, eventually they went to the future. Okay. Yeah, eventually. I, like I like the future. There's a lot of people that have, have a fondness for that show. Yeah. Um, I like it. There, there's a lot of people, though, that that's their favorite iteration of the Turtles. I actually really enjoy the one that just finished, the 2012 Nickelodeon Yeah, Turtles. I like that one, too, a um, lot. The, there's a, the current one that's on is called Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I, have, I haven't seen much of it, so I don't want to judge it. I do not like the character designs for it. I, for what that's worth, I mean, I, I you agree. also said that about the turtles that was before that, and exactly. then you actually watched it, and you were like, no, "This true. is good." The, the 2012 turtles, I hated them when I saw them because, like, I thought they looked really blocky. But once I saw the show, I'm like, "Oh no, this is actually really good." I was actually at the <laughs> announcement when they announced the 2012 turtles. Oh, really? Show it was oh, a, cool. it was a secret pizza party <laughs> in San Diego Comic Con. Really? And you had to. It was. Was it a? I can't remember if it was a scavenger hunt or like a trivia contest. Mm-hmm. I think it was a little bit of a both, where I had to find different people and answer a certain number of questions mm-hmm. to get in. Obviously, mm-hmm. with my turtle knowledge, it was not super difficult. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Humble brag, <laughs> slight flex. <laughs> it's not bragging if you can back it up. Oh, um, <laughs> it's just stating the facts, <laughs> right? No, but uh, we were able to we were able to get in, and it was yeah, that was a cool party. Yeah. Oh, really? Laird was there, Eastman was there, 
Um, the Never executives, the toy, like to the him. toy guys were there, and they had like holograms, like three D flat out holograms of the turtles. Oh, of the of designs when we saw the okay. first trailer while we were there. In fact, it was did something. They have the voice actors. I did not see any of the I voice actors cast, there. Though. I love <laughs> okay. that cast. Um, so I was actually really worried about it because the dude who plays Raph is the same guy who was Aquaman Sean on. Uh, Sean Astin played Raph in the 2012 the Raph? Oh, no. So that, he was like this, Sam this, from Lord of the Rings. This movie that I'm thinking of. Oh, oh, this that movie. That I actually liked oh, better than, okay. than I didn't. But with that 2012 one. Uh, um, I don't even know who does all the turtles in this movie. I know Johnny Knoxville is Leonardo. That's the only one I know. The, the, the trailer comes on and Leo jumps up and says, Halt, villain. And Raph says, Halt, villain. He says, yeah, that's how heroes talk. No, they don't. <laughs> like, and I'm like, yeah, all right. This, uh, I'm in. This, this is gonna be good. And so, I was actually really looking forward to that 2012 one. Yeah, it's it's a great series. Um, yeah. So without further ado, we'll talk about the the movie itself, I guess. So the movie opens with uh, kind of like a, an animation thing as it kind of goes through the city and that, and we got some voiceover from Splinter. Uh, Splinter is played from by the guy from Monk <laughs> in this movie. Um, He's Monk. Yeah. Yeah. He's Adrian. Uh, Odd choice. Like he he does the voice for Splinter. Oh, fine, I guess. Like I didn't know that. W- wouldn't wouldn't have been on the list I'd given somebody. But no, nope. I mean, go ahead. It, it totally worked though. I mean, he did a great job. You think so? That was one of the things Kylie didn't care for. That makes me like Splinter's Splinter. voice. He didn't. He said Splinter's design and his voice were awful. Is what he said. Kylie could shut it. I I, I agree <laughs> with Monk the design. I think Splinter looks terrible. I think the voice is I, fine. I don't think so. Um. Uh, Splinter looks a lot better in the second movie. You can tell they cleaned him up a little bit more. They redesigned him a little bit, and he looks a lot better. But. Yeah, the only thing I could say that I didn't like about Splinter was that he was like a like a bald like, mole rat. Yeah, and like, I was like, I like don't a five really foot like rat. <laughs> like, it just, it, he didn't know. have enough fur. I, for I don't really rat. love the whole like Fu Manchu <laughs> thing they like... had going with him either. I'm like, I get what you're doing. I just don't know if it's for... that's one of those things. Like, I'm not gonna come in here like this thing sucks. It's just it's clearly somebody else's vision that it's not the same as mine and that's fine um so this movie is almost more of an april o'neill movie than it is a ninja turtles movie um not necessarily saying that's a bad thing but she (laughs) i mean she's definitely the protagonist of this movie i think you follow her much more through this movie i mean she even gets to give like the killing blow to shredder at the end like it's it's very much april's movie it's her story i feel more the turtles are a part of her story versus you know a movie surrounding the turtles with her being a side character um i do like i mean a a lot of people beat up on megan fox i'm not like the biggest megan fox fan in the world or whatever i don't think she's bad in this movie though i don't know i I think she's fine i think giving her the mustard yellow jacket is a nice touch Mm -hmm. um you know some people were like she's not a redhead like that that stuff's never mattered to me i don't really care um she does work as a news anchor which is great because some iterations of the turtles don't have her working as a news anchor which you know the original fans are gonna enjoy that um Vern is played by will arnett in this movie and <laughs> will arnett's really really good um <laughs> yeah, they I basically like just, always yeah. i think that's a general oh, yeah. statement they basically just create a new character and called it Vern, which is fine because Vern, like in the original cartoon was just like that douche that worked at the news station it was like april where are you going like he was like always like a dick like <laughs> They're like, oh, we'll give April kind of a uh, cameraman guy that's kind of uh, her buddy to this movie. And we're just like, oh, if you're going to use a name, use Vern, which is fine. Uh, he's really good in this movie. 
it's kind of the thing you've seen before where it's like it's almost like the the Bruce Almighty thing where it's like I do all the puff pieces on the news but I want to do the hard hitting stories and stuff like I guess it's fine like you desire to do more and that um, but she gets to do kind of the fun uh, pieces on the news not necessarily reporting what actually happens um, she's down at the dock asking a couple of dock workers about a, a uh, attack from the foot clan the, the night before or something like that and you know they're like hey we've already told everything to the police and there's nothing else i can tell you um and yeah that's basically the setup for the movie she's just trying to get her hands on any kind of information that will propel her forward in the journalism industry yes right yes okay um let's see the foot clan in this movie is you don't like it i don't um i don't like taking them from ninjas and making them almost like terrorists and giving them like uh, a militia and yeah and giving them like machine guns i i get it like i i understand why you would make that choice it's just not a choice i would have made nah ninjas are way cooler yeah but like in a modernized version of what you're doing i understand why you would make that decision i just would not have made it that's all don't love it so she goes back to the dock that night and wit- and you know witnesses another attempted robbery from the foot clan and sees a vigilante which we find out is raf later Woo! um beating up a bunch it's of my the, boy. the foot guys and he leaves this japanese she symbol. doesn't actually no she does at the very end yeah on the thing she, leaves, she doesn't get a picture of it she gets a picture of the symbol not of him uh, yeah uh so she he leaves like a japanese symbol on one of the little crates bold of you to assume it's japanese she says it's Japanese. Uh, bold of her to assume it's Japanese. <laughs> just, I don't know. <laughs> oh man, okay. I'm just saying. Maybe so she, she goes, speaks Japanese. She goes to the news bold station. of you to assume she doesn't. The next morning, she goes to the news station, and Whoopi Goldberg is in this movie for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't. She's not in it a lot, but she's in it, <laughs> and it's weird because that's like this was like one of the first movies I'd seen her in in quite some time. So it's kind of like, oh, Whoopi Goldberg still does movies, like. You don't see her, I mean, you see her a lot on TV and things, but not so much acting anymore. So that was kind of a, I'm like, man, you're really trying to like. Is she in the second movie? I'm no. not sure. I don't think okay. so. Uh, it's like, man, you're really trying to appeal to I'm the generation sure, no. that grew up with the turtle. He's like, remember Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> kids? Well, she's in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sister Act. Sister Act is a quality film. <laughs> it is <Yeah>. so good. <laughs> Um, obviously she doesn't have any proof other than the picture of the symbol and a lot of hearsay of a vigilante is taking down the foot clan and they don't really want to hear it from her because of course they don't. Um, Vern is like, she has nothing. She has no proof. She has a symbol that she doesn't know whether she doesn't know for sure if the vigilante, whether the vigilante exists or not left that symbol. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Vern is very much like, What's the nicest way to say it? He wants April real bad. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's kind of a running joke throughout the movie. I kind of like that they don't like get them together, though, by the end of it. I kind of like that. Because it's yeah. like you assume that it's going that way, but they never like fully do. Yeah. So I-, I like that they don't. That's a smart decision that. on the film's part. So now she's in the subway station, or well, she sees a bunch of people running out of the subway station, and she, so she runs, runs it. into it, and she's like, hey, what are you running from? Hey, what are you running from? Hey, what are you running from? Yeah. Um. Then she goes in, and the Foot Clan has got a bunch of hostages and stuff. We get to see Karai, which is kind of cool. She's like a pretty uh, forgotten Turtles character, I think, to a lot of people. I love Karai. Mm-hmm. She doesn't get a whole lot to do in this movie, unfortunately, but 
Uh, the actress does a pretty good job with what she's given, actually. So if anyone doesn't know Karai is Shredder's daughter, they don't really bring that up in this movie. She's just a lady that works for the Foot Clan, but she is Shredder's daughter, which is really cool. And then, uh, I, so what are they? Are they trying to bait the turtles out? Yeah. Because they, they're like, hey, we know you're... Yeah, like, How did they know the turtles were going to show up at the subway station? Mm, I think they were just assuming that they are underground. Okay, so all the lights flicker on and off. We, we also don't know the whole story, obviously, because we, yeah. we've only been following April. So yeah. it could have been that they followed them down there somehow, mm-hmm. or they were doing something down in the subway and they got attacked by, yeah. The lights flicker on and off, the turtles come, beat up a bunch of the foot guys. You get to see like kind of little flashes of them. Yeah. Um, We do get a cool little thing. Why like, do the lights flicker? I don't, I don't they, get that. Donnie probably shorted the lights out somehow. I, I don't guess. know. They always work in the shadows. Yeah, that's, they're ninjas. That's their whole deal. But I don't understand You must that. never be seen. That's I what Spiller said. I mean, that's true, but I just don't understand why the lights were There's a couple of shots right before they show up that's actually really badass. Where, like Before you get the, like, the reveal of the turtles, you see all their weapons and the hands grabbing them before as they like, they like leave the, the sewer the, there. The suiting up. Yeah, like, I was like, that's pretty bad. Like We see like Raph grab the size and stuff. Like, okay, that's pretty cool. Um, they show up, fight the guys, they escape. Um, the Foot Clan guys are all tied up. April runs out and sees them on the top of a building, climbs up a fire was, escape. She was recording. Rem- yep. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get everybody killed, like yeah. Karai's like yelling at everybody, and she's like, "What if I just, what if I just film this real quick?" Yeah. Even the lady next to her is like, "Seriously, <laughs> don't do this." I don't want to be next to the lady that's gonna get killed. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm gonna get killed. And then she takes a picture. The flash goes off. The yep. turtles turn around. What are you doing? Yep. Yeah, they're all on top of the building. That, that's one of my favorite scenes. It's <laughs> yeah. really good. Um, so then she like faints, and when she wakes up. She's on the building top with the turtles. This is the best thing about this movie is this movie gets the turtles down Absolutely. to a T, their personalities. Every single one of them. Um, yeah. All four of them are perfect. Yeah. Especially because I love Michelangelo. He's my favorite turtle. And he is, there's so many quotable no, 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 lines It's just a mask. Yeah. <laughs> he takes off. He is so quotable in this movie. It's so funny. <laughs> so freaking good. Especially when he's like, when Raffy's like, "Where's the camera?" and then he's like, "Oh, Raff's doing his Batman voice." <laughs> he's like, "No, for real though. Where, where's the camera?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just a mask, and he takes off his his oh, yeah. little like bandana mask, and yeah. it's just his turtle. Like it's face. still a horrified face. <laughs> so this is the reveal of the turtles. What do you guys think of the look of the turtles? Because right when that first trailer dropped for this movie, people were like, "No," a lot of people. Um. So how do you guys feel about their look in this movie? I like it. I'm not. I'm not picky about how they look. Really. Okay. I grew up with turtles, like le- <laughs> like 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 like, turtles? like legitimate turtles. Like not like you had turtles around you as child. Are you saying? Yeah. I okay. I had. I've had at least four or five slider turtles throughout my life. I've had somewhere in the vicinity, somewhere between like six to ten different box turtles at different times throughout my life. Okay. My mom was allergic to fur so a lot of my pets ended up being scaly and turtles are some of the best pets too because Dude, yeah you only have to feed them like once a month no maintenance <laughs> they're so cheap we we had one we had one get out and we didn't see it for six months and then it <laughs> crawled out behind the entertainment system like what like it like hibernated or something wow. but it but I mean, it just crazy stuff, right? Yeah, we had one turtle and we'd have like a big thing of lettuce and that would last us like forever to feed him. <laughs> yeah. And there'd be times where you're like, oh crap, 
when's the last time we've had a turtle? And you like run down like, oh no, he's good. <laughs> like, Lettuce or like strawberry. Yeah, like they hardly ever eat. Like this is my cut. This is a, that's a perfect lazy person's pet. They don't oh, require anything. Oh, it's so great. They're good. No, and hermit crabs are terrible. When oh, we had one of those get out too. We never found it. Um, but yeah, I had two. So so he when I'm still saw... waiting for court to come back. <laughs> when I when I saw. Uh, the design for turtles, I said, yep, they look like turtles. It's like really the first mm-hmm. time that I felt that the Ninja Turtles legitimately looked like giant six foot or they eight do. foot turtles. Why do they have to be so big? I don't love that they're eight feet tall. I, I don't know. but I, I loved I, I in the original series that like April was like just... looking at the turtles and they're like four feet tall. Like they're still gigantic <laughs> Ninja turtles. <midgets. laughs> Like they're still very large for turtles, but they didn't have to be like these big towering things. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind that. I don't really mind just that a at style all. Choices all. Just to be more scary and intimidating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you see this. It's like, oh, I do like nice that they turtle. kind yeah. of. I like that they all kind of have like different like makeshift armors, and you can really tell the turtles apart, which is really good. I always love when Raph has a chipped ch- shell. Yeah. Yep. Oh, every oh, yeah. time Raph has a chipped shell, I'm like, yeah, that that's. I don't love. That's he has like right. the tape on it. I don't know too. why they put the do rag on him, but fine. <laughs> Because it's badass. <laughs> but he That's has sunglasses what... on top of the do rag. Because it's badass. Because <laughs> okay. Raph is a badass. Okay? And the, and That's the, why. The that's thing, just his style. Because Raph is if awesome. If you knew anything about Raph, you'd be like, oh, yeah, God. that's Raph. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, that's, that's how I felt. <laughs> the thing with Donnie is a little bit much to me, too, where it's like the big goggles and he has to have like giant frame glasses, too. Like, we get it. He's the nerdy one. Like, I felt Does like he have just to have fit. giant glasses. He really didn't I liked like, it. I like the glasses too. I, I really, I actually really. Like, I like the goggles. I, really I think like the those. goggles is cool. What have you got against glasses? No, nothing at all. <laughs> I just, I say it, it. It screams to me someone in Hollywood being like, "Oh, he's the nerdy one, right? Nerds wear glasses. Give him glasses." Yeah, but I still like it. Um, uh, well, I was I was actually really worried about um, Alan Richson playing the voice of Raph because the only thing I knew him from before that was his stint on Smallville and I thought he was terrible okay. as Aquaman on Smallville. Oh, is, that who, is that who does Raph? Yeah. Okay. And I thought it was really <laughs> I bad. Like, the guy from Jack has to be Leonardo. Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> right. Ladies and gentlemen. And it kind of works. Like Johnny Knoxville, he's a decent, he's a, I don't sure. know who does Michelangelo, but he's the best. Like by far, he's, he's the best voice I, I think got, of them all. Uh, Noel Fisher, the dude from freaking Twilight. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I just I got it right here, but uh, yeah, but I was actually super super pleased with the turtles themselves, and mm. really that was really the only thing that mattered to me is get the turtles the personalities right, and it's the best part about this movie. It, they it are is. so spot on. It is great, and like I say, the the turtles are very quotable. Oh yeah, and and like the turtles. Um, if you took everything off and you just like left their personalities, like took mm-hmm. off their masks and took off their weapons and stuff, you'd be able to tell them apart easily. Yeah. They all have different body shapes and styles. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. Like versus like the original turtles, they are all identical except for the color of their bandanas. Yeah. Right. And this one, like Raph is bigger and muscular yeah. and like, I like Mikey that is shorter. Like, yeah. yeah. I like that they're doing that in like the newer versions, like that 2012 one, and then even yep. the one that we haven't the watched. Current, the Rise of the Teenage Mutant They're uh-huh. doing the different things. Cause yeah. For a long time, yeah, they all basically look the same. Oh, yeah. That 2012 Turtles animated show I love so much because it actually fleshed out their characters a lot more than they previously had been. Even as much as I love the original 80s cartoon of the Turtles, like 
all of those characters are one note characters. Like Raph is a smart ass. Donnie is smart. Leo's the leader. Mikey is the laid back guy. But like none of them go any deeper than that. Like they never really play. You don't really feel like you know them. But like they have one personality trait. That's it. Um, the 2012 one, it was like, yeah, Raph is kind of a, like a hard ass, but like, why? But he's but he's also got like his little pet, like snapping yeah. turtle that he yeah. protects, yeah. <laughs> you know? For sure. Like, uh, so that series did a lot of good stuff for that. And this movie even does some of that as well. It's, they're not just one note characters, which I really enjoy. Right. Um, but there's a joke that I felt like was so close that they, that maybe it was just too low hanging fruit, but I felt like it was right there and they didn't take it when they, when she's like, what are you guys? whatever and they're like you know we're mutants we're technically turtles we're ninjas and we're teenagers whatever and then she says it back like in that order or whatever and donnie's like well when you say it like that it sounds ridiculous um <laughs> I, i'm like i don't know like it, it would have been cool just to hear it said in the movie for like you guys are teenage mutant ninja turtle like because she says it like you guys are ninja turtle mutant ninjas or something or teenagers or whatever it's like, oh man, I was like, it was right there. Like, why not just have her say the thing? Because like, yeah, when you say it like that, it sounds ridiculous. Because it does. It's a re- like, dude, if you knew nothing about this franchise at all, I told you, I got this pitch for this thing called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You're like, what would make a person put those four words together? That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But it works. Like, so I'm like, oh, I'm almost like mad. They for didn't. me, that's like, you have my attention, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I would like you to keep going. But it's a ridiculous <laughs> premise, though. Like, oh, it absolutely is. So I'm kind of mad. Amazing. I'm like, man, that joke was right there for the taking. I don't know if you felt like it was too easy but yeah probably yeah maybe so they delete the picture in the video that april had but then she takes another picture of them as they jump off the yes. off the building and then does not show her boss the next day makes me so mad she takes a picture of them and then goes into her boss's office the next morning with all these diagrams look this symbol has appeared here 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 and everywhere they've been and look i know it sounds crazy but these turtles they, they were in this lab when I was when I was a little girl. My dad helped it with, you know, Mr. Stacks or whatever his name is. Blah, blah, blah. And we did all these things. And Whoopi Goldberg, like, flies off the handle. I'm like, you had a picture of them. Like, I don't know if that would have convinced her. But later when she goes to, uh, what's his name? Ed Sachs's house, whatever. When she goes to the rich guy's house, she, uh, she shows him the picture. Like, look, the turtles, they're still alive. And it's like, why didn't you show your boss? Because she gets fired. Yeah. And it's like, and... Even still, there was a lot of people in that subway tunnel that were hostages that probably saw at least some glimpse of the turtles that at least could say, yeah, at least vouch for the there's vigilantes out there. She doesn't go try to pursue any of them and get quotes from them. You know, journalism, the thing she's trying to do. This is why she's still an intern. (laughs) She's not very good at her job. (laughs) It just that that bothers me because I'm like. Dude, I'm not in journalism at all, but if I can be like, oh, yeah, I mean, do this, this, Picture and this. it doesn't happen, man. It's just like, why wouldn't you go try <laughs> right. to find True. True. any witnesses you can from that incident and try to get a couple quotes from people that, oh, I didn't really see much, but there was somebody in there. or A flash of red. Yeah. Blue, orange, purple. <laughs> like, I heard swords yeah. clanging together, Mostly like something. Brown and green. And then yeah. you have a, because when I first saw the picture, I'm like, oh, she's taking the picture for her boss and then does not show her boss the picture. Like, this girl <laughs> has got some problems. So she gets fired. Um, That's why she's still doing social commentary. Yeah, and she and talks to Will Arnett. Yeah, Vern, he's like, let me take you out. And she's like, I want to go see this guy. This rich guy. Yeah. Because uh, she sees him earlier <laughs> in the movie. Right. She gets that sounds right. sounds like high school. She gets, sent to like a, uh, she gets sent to like a party um, earlier in the movie where she sees him. And she goes, oh, I haven't seen you since you were a little girl. Um, so she goes up to... Uh, Eric Sachs's house, who's played by William Fickner. Fickner, ah, is that how you say his name? We had a question for you because you lived in New York. Oh, yes. Okay. 
I don't. I've never been to New York City in my life. Okay. Um, you lived in New York for a period of time, so I did. Please excuse my ignorance, but <laughs> I, I know of other people have brought this up as a complaint of this movie as well. If I'm living in Manhattan, how far away do I have to drive? To find like snow covered mountaintops. Oh, geez. Because they appear in this movie quite a bit and it doesn't feel like they go very far. Um, Where are the nearest mountains from New York City? Is it like upstate New, New York? Hampshire, <laughs> probably Vermont. Okay, because I mean, they just yeah, like, go ups- up. Upstate. Uh, there's not a lot of mountains upstate, but like. Uh, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Because I mean, they yeah, go yeah, up yeah. To there and it's like, wait a minute. No, ups- upstate. Upstate's got some mountains. Okay, so yeah, I've never been there, but it just feels lots like a, of snow. It feels like a shift where you're like, you're like, general. where you're like, man, where did they go? It feels like they went like across the country. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, no, uh, upstate New York, they've got. So is it generally colder in New York then? It in the winter time. Oh, I, I definitely know it can cold. get cold there, but the, and lots of. But snow. this doesn't look like it's like, like winter flooding. time. Because I'd feel like she'd be wearing yeah, like like when coats. they're in the city. When they're in the city, you don't get the impression that it's a cold time of season. Like she is wearing that yellow coat, yeah, but it's not like a real heavy, heavy coat or anything. Like you don't get any impression that it that it's a cold season there. Yeah, but up in the mountaintops, there's there's snow. There's a lot of snow up there. Um, so there are. I I just looked it up. There are ski resorts that are three hours outside of. Okay. Okay. Three hours outside. Even of still, three, so it doesn't feel like they're gone for it. Because even towards the end of the movie, we're like, we have to hurry and get back to the city before they can release that so, toxin. Some are two hours away. Mm. It, yeah, it, but they're they're like in Massachusetts, upstate New York. Because okay. it really feels like towards the end of the movie, they get back to the city very quickly when it's like they're going to release that toxin. We got to get back there, and they slide down. Well, the they took a shortcut. Still, it still feels <laughs> like it, it. The movie gives off the impression like here's the city, and then there's like a mountain of over yeah. here to the side and it's like yeah. I've never been there so I don't know I didn't want to sound like an idiot if like oh yeah there's mountains right on the edge of the city like okay I didn't know <laughs> no um, you're you're a good few hours away okay so I'm not going to necessarily like beat on the movie for that but it's like eh that's you know just, you, to, you, like, just you, to get out of Manhattan will take you two hours yeah like like you're you're stretching a little bit movie like just I'm just letting you know sit on a bridge you're stretching for two hours. a little bit yeah <laughs> Sat on a bridge for three hours. I watched. I watched an entire movie of Lord of the Rings sitting on the Queensboro Bridge. Jesus. What? Yeah, because I was just sitting there. <laughs> just turn on the show. Just turn on the movie. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. Um, so Eric Sachs used to work with April O'Neil's father. They were both uh, working on this mutagen that they had implanted into these turtles, which April O'Neil had named after for Renaissance artists when she was young. Um, the lab, as far as April knows at this point in the movie, the lab had been burned down. All their research was lost, and she had thought that the turtles were also lost, only to come to find out these are the same turtles that were, uh, you know. So back at the uh, the the turtles' lair, Splinter uh, basically baits, baits Mikey into telling them where they went and what <laughs> happened. And so <laughs> that's awesome, though. Oh, yeah. Like that's with, 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 that, That's exactly with what? the pizza. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly how that. I love their whole totally conversation happened. when they're like going back into the sewer when Mikey's like dibs on April. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, this whole the, like the infatuation with April is is so good. In this the movie. personalities are great. Well, and that's always been a thing too. Mikey's yeah. always kind of had a thing for April. In the latest yeah. version, it was Donnie though, which was kind of a nice like yeah a different because like oh he's like the nerdy kind of guy, but he's into April. Like I kind of right. dig that. Um, Joyce makes good when they bring Casey into the picture because now you got a little love triangle going on, which is kind of nice. I like Casey Jones. Oh yeah, um, not in this movie, unfortunately. In the next one, yeah, played by Oliver Queen. Yeah, <laughs> interesting choice. Um, so anyway, Splinter is basically like 
go find her and bring her here and like well hey man we had her delete the pictures like we're not in any danger like no no i'm not worried about you she is in danger bring her back here so she goes to eric Sachs's house and basically tells her like look what you guys were working on, I found the turtles. They're still alive. And she shows him the picture. This is a good point in the movie to bring up some of the controversy that was going around surrounding this movie. So for anyone that doesn't know, it becomes really clear watching the movie once you know this. Um, Originally, this guy, Eric Sachs, was supposed to be the Shredder. That's why you don't see the Shredder very much in this movie. And then leading up to the movie, there was a big outcry on social media that they were whitewashing Shredder and making him a white guy instead of obviously making him Japanese. So in reshoots and post-production, they kind of created another Shredder. That's why you don't really see the Shredder actor very much. And there's other scenes that are filmed that were added later to make sure that they were different people. But in this movie, they build him up to be the grand villain. And then it's kind of dropped at some point. It's not really dropped, but it, it there's a shift at some point. And you can kind of see like, oh, okay, yeah, because he was supposed to be Shredder and he's not. He was supposed to be Colonel Schrader. Especially, be, yeah. <laughs> No, I'm not kidding. That really? was a thing. Yeah. Oh god. It's supposed to be Colonel Shredder because he like takes her in that room, like gives her like Shredder's backstory and everything. Oh. Basically, it's like okay, yeah, I can see where this was supposed to go, and then it just doesn't. That's um, terrible. So if I'm anyone didn't know didn't that, that, no, it was bad. Once you know that, it makes a little more sense when you watch it. Like oh, okay, I see what's going on now. <laughs> um, that happens, and she, basically he tricks April into being like, look. We thought that mutagen was gone, but it's like coursing through the veins of these turtles and it could cure all of these diseases. It's basically, mm-hmm. he lies to her saying that like, we wanted this mutagen because we wanted to be able to cure cancer and cure all these other things. And obviously he had nothing to do with the lab being burned down. Or anything like that. No, no. Um, this is another note that Kylie wanted us to bring up because Kylie's obviously not here, but um, Kylie did get to watch the movie and um, he hated the connection of april to the turtles he told me he he was bothered by that oh, um, i like that design how do you guys feel about that that's the colonel schrader oh, that's actually design. Cool. <laughs> how do you guys feel about the the turtles being april's like pets when she was young because kind that was the thing kai said he didn't care for i don't mind connecting it. april to the turtles i don't mind it i can i can see where complaints come from because i think it is an overused trope in filmmaking today that everything's connected yeah like there's just no random circum they didn't just happen upon this one nosy reporter they happened upon the nosy reporter who also happened to, to be name the them. one who yeah. took care of them when before they mutated whose dad was the one who created the the mutagen who was also connected to the bad guy. Exactly. Who, uh, like, uh, I mean, who's also teamed up with Shredder, who's uh, also wants uh, to destroy the city. Uh, and uh, all, yeah, I thought that they had done something like that before. Um, the, the current IDW version of the Turtles, which came out around this time or shortly after, they do that, a version of that in that canon now as well, but they do it a little bit better where um, but that's another version where April O'Neil and the IDW Turtles is not a reporter. But she was an intern working for Baxter Stockman, and she did name the Turtles there, and they escaped. But the Turtles are also, in that version, a reincarnated version of Japanese sons from millennia ago, um, or centuries ago. Yeah, you lost me on that one. Um, it's, actually, it's actually really <laughs> cool when you watch it, but, you know, so, like, Shredder and Splinter were both campaigning for to lead the Foot Clan in, like, 1300-something and then uh, Shredder had his men murder Splinter and his four sons, and they were reincarnated as as a rat and these four turtles. 
Um, oh, yeah, you told me that. Yeah, it, it really works. It sounds kind of weird. It really works when you read the the comic, but I, I like the. I didn't really care for the April knowing the turtles in the movie, but I think they do it in the book a little bit better. But like watching it again today, I'm like, it's fine. Yeah, I agree with I, you. I, I, I hate when it's like everything has to be woven in, but it's like it doesn't really bother me. I yeah. guess it's just fine. Yeah, that's me. That's me too. Like, like oh, she named them. All right. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I, I I don't think it's important enough to get upset about so she goes back to new york after a four or five hour drive um <laughs> we're assuming uh she gets back into the city the turtles yeah. find her the turtles take her down to the turtle lair um where she gets to meet splinter and basically splinter is like i want to thank you because we didn't have voices to thank you when you saved us from the fire we've been living in the sewer all this time and the mutagen made me and my four sons grow at an accelerated rate um the whole thing of Splinter, so like in the original version, the original original version of the cartoon was that Splinter was a rat that was owned by a karate teacher. Not in the cartoon. No? No. In the okay. comics, yes. Okay. And in the original movie, yes. Okay. But in the cartoon, he is Homato Yoshi. Okay. So that's the same as the current IDW. That's what they're doing in the IDW series now. Oh, you're right. Yeah, he was turned into a rat. You're right in the cartoon, right? Yeah. Hamato Yoshi. Yeah. Okay. In the IDW series, he was Hamato Yoshi that was reincarnated as a rat. Um, either way, in this one, um, his he doesn't have any background in kung fu or ninjutsu at no, all, other than this, they just find no, a book in the garbage. No, this, this is the worst. This, this sucks, McCord. This, this, this is this is like lame. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with about ninety percent of the movie. This is that ten percent. <laughs> yeah, this is this terrible. Sucks. Where he just picks up the book flips through it and then the next scene you see he's like swinging around like overnight <laughs> no Mutagen. you don't learn like, at, at least at least in the original like 1990 movie he was like i was a rat i had a kung fu master and i tried to mimic his movements exactly. from my cage like he's, you could put those two together like okay i could get there right yeah i mean it's like okay Kinda. that's a little far-fetched it's not even a thick book but. record it's like, it's like a kung fu for dummies it's like you it's like oh you became you became like the super most like highest the level master you've ever seen in your life in, a, in an abridged version of <laughs> when he flips through the of book, like a dude, book for kids there's not like, even really words in the book it looks like a comic it's like pictures of the poses i'm like so he just figured it out yeah where the weapons come from who knows no uh, <laughs> no it's yeah. so it's lame i'm it's sorry so on that one and i mean to throw it back to the 1990 movie there's even a joke in there where raf's fighting the foot and says oh you must have learned the abridged version of kung fu and i'm like yeah so now splinter's the one <laughs> learning the abridged Seriously. version of kung fu um, it is terrible it really makes it too when like shredder does show up at the lair it's like yeah splinter should be no match for shredder in the context of this version because like splinter doesn't really know anything <laughs> <laughs> he hey. read like a brochure on ninjutsu <laughs> like hey this this doesn't happen in the book. But he basically goes on about, like, I knew my sons would want to go out to the outside world one day, and I needed them to be able to protect themselves, so I learned from this book that just conveniently just shows up in their home and then teaches the turtles how to fight. No. Uh, yeah. This is, like, the one part of the movie that really makes me sad inside. Yeah, that's a pretty good knock against the movie. Um, uh, and then remember the game that they play, whatever it's called, I don't remember. Because that, that's important later. <laughs> For oh, some reason. I can't remember what it's called either, but yeah, it's like a like leap. It's like a leapfrog. Yeah, like that. I don't know. They use it on Shredder later. It's like a leapfrog yeah. game that they play. Um, I can't remember what the word that uh, Splinter uses to call April, but it's like some like like they've been waiting for her. Like you must be the 
like angel or whatever. Is what yeah. Are. Yeah. But it's like some of the term. And it's really funny because like they're all bowing to her and Mikey's like, bruh, my girlfriend's the angel <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> really funny stuff. Um, Shredder breaks into the lair, you know, Sax's guys are all outside. They want the turtles. They come in. He- here's where we get Shredder. Boom, boom, explosions. Yeah. Mary likes Shredder. McCord, I, I don't do. know how you feel about Shredder. I think he's a pretty cool design, like visually, if it wasn't Shredder. If if you were like if you showed me that, like, what do you think of this? I'm like, that's pretty cool. I like but for, for an me, Iron Man villain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but for me, it's like the guy's supposed to be like he's supposed to be like a ninja master. I don't really feel like he can move around in that no. very well. And well, like, clearly, I, I think I think they tried to make him more samurai than ninja, which yeah. is what. But yeah. it was like a techno samurai. He looks like Megatron. <laughs> yeah, and he has like kitchen knives that come out of his hands. <laughs> uh, they don't look like kitchen knives. Oh man, I get man. That he whoops every, ass though. Every, every, everybody should just watch the 1990s version. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's better. It's better. when Mikey turn when Shredder shows up in that, and Mikey turns like that. He never has to ask for a can opener. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just so good. so good. But yeah, no, I it, no, it, I think it felt short. Fell short uh, on Shredder. Um, and again, there's like a there's a scene where like the sax guy is talking to Shredder, but we don't really see Shredder. It's like a silhouette version of the guy again because they didn't really have a lot of time to put this together because sax was supposed to be the shredder originally Um, schrader colonel schrader there's a lot of scene there's a scene when splinter is explaining everything to april still where he's where he you can tell the stuff that's added because they cut off of splinter's face because obviously the cgi to animate him is very expensive so they focus on april all the times when he goes now really cool now shredder and sax are working together and all that stuff like these are the things that were added in extra lines to split them apart but they didn't want to have to animate more stuff of splinter talking so they just had the actor obviously record them and use shots of april's face respond reacting to what he's saying versus showing what he's saying they could have made Colonel Schrader work <laughs> if he got his, like, you know, he did that If he was that design, backed by Shredder? Backed by Shredder, or he was, like, inspired by Shredder, like he had heard of Shredder, well, I think and that's, he had I, a clan I, I think named that's the where, Foot because of Shredder, I, but the real Shredder is I, actually real, and he does have a ninja, and he did that in the next I, movie. I, don't, I certainly don't want to downplay, like, whitewashing and stuff, because I understand it is a big problem in the film industry right now. It is kind of messed up on Paramount's part. Like, you know that Shredder guy you like, Oroku Saki? Here's this guy named Eric. Definitely. They, they shouldn't, they shouldn't whitewash it, but they could have like, made oh, it work. No, no, but, no. but think about that. Oroku Saki, Eric Sachs. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, like, you can clearly see the they, way. They just chopped his name in half. Oh, yeah. yeah. Eric Sachs, Oroku yep. Saki. Yeah, you can yep. see where this was supposed to go. And it's one of those things. Colonel movie, Schrader. The movie yeah. does a pretty Bad. good job of covering Why? it up if you didn't know. But once you know, it becomes pretty obvious. It, uh, so I didn't know if you were familiar with that whole thing. You probably were because you follow the film industry more than I do. But I do remember that when the movie was coming out, people were like, oh, this isn't good. And then Paramount's like, okay, we'll change Dude, it. I thought I thought Paramount was going to get burned to the ground when that came out. And then they're like, it's the like movie Sonic. made a good ton of money. <laughs> yeah. and here comes Sonic. another one. So uh, Raph gets knocked out. Uh, Splinter gets like messed up. They take Mikey, Donnie, and Leo. Raph got knocked away. Yeah, he got like knocked. They they they, they think he's dead because at first they're like, "Where's the other one?" Like he died. Like we killed him or whatever. They think he's dead. That's why they don't take him. Yeah. Um, which is like, wouldn't they still want his blood though? Is his blood not good anymore? 
I guess. I don't know. I don't, I don't they know. leave them. Both. I think they couldn't find him. Yeah. Maybe. So they just like. Because it's Rav because he's a badass. Yeah. Well, I think he was knocked out and he was like yeah. underneath. Yeah, something. he was like hidden. Under See, something. even when he's unconscious, he's a badass. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> even when uh, he's, he's always out of sight, even when he's wounded. <laughs> uh, Splinter's pretty messed up. Like, they. They don't tell you he's like dying, but they kind of imply that he's like, he's, he's like dying. on death's door unless we, you know, get something really fast, guys. Yeah. So Raph and April and uh, Vern now have to go save the other turtles. So now they got to go take the five or six hour drive again up to wherever the mountains are. Yep. Uh, I love the scene of like <laughs> of April calling Vern like I need you to come meet me here in ten minutes, and he's chopping vegetables. <laughs> listening to careless whisper from wham <laughs> it just cuts to like <laughs> Vern chopping vegetables you just hear the saxophone like yeah like why wouldn't you it was just funny it's like oh okay and then when she when he gets there and she's like i need you to take me here the turtles and even Vern, like he's been the one that's like supported her the most through the movie and a good part of it's probably just because he wants to hook up with her but even he at this point kind of draws a line like, April, enough with these damn turtles. Like, you need to chill out. And then Raph just like pokes his head through the through we the gotta bed. Go. He's like, drive now. And Vern's face. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah, that's great. He's like, are, are you talking turtles? He's like, yeah, and you're a stupid human. Now drive. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yep, good. Love it. Very good. The um, dialogue is really very good yeah. in yeah. the show. Very good. So they go up there and... Here's where we kind of get the plan, which I don't know how much I like this plan either, McCord. You have to let me know what your thoughts on it. So They're going to drain all the blood from the turtles. Yep. Get the mutagen out of their blood. Yep. Spray it out of some building. A toxin out of their big tower in Manhattan yeah. that's going to infect the city. And mm-hmm. then they're, no, they're going to cure it with the mutagen. Yeah, they're going to get everybody sick. Yeah. It's going to infect the city. Some will die. Mm-hmm. Others will be very sick. Then they get to come out with the mutagen. Like, look, we're curing everyone and make lots of money and yeah. become heroes. Yeah, somebody really liked Tim Burton's and Batman movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bay. <laughs> Michael um, Bay, big fan of Tim Burton. Yeah. Um, I hate the cliche villain tells the hero his plan scene with all the turtles he does it all for chained us. up. They do it for in, us. Except I, I in Shazam, because that was one of the Shazam. that was one of the yeah. best scenes in the movie. Yes. It's pretty good. <laughs> well, I, I can't hear you. There's cars. Spoilers there's like airplanes. Spoilers for Shazam if you haven't seen it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, oh, I understand narratively why this scene happens so much. I love when they come up with a clever way around it, though. Yeah, we don't have to go over it. No, it's just it, that's what happens. Okay. Um, Raph shows up. Raph goes beast on those guys. Like, yeah. they like, drive through the gate, and he's just like, "Ran the gate." So, are they bulletproof? Because there's dudes that are just firing guns at Raph. Yeah. And I think it, it's really weird. I, I think I think as long as it's not like a straight shot. I mean, so so a bullet can't uh, penetrate their shell because they turn their backs to the guns. But then Shredder cracks Raph's shell by stepping on it. And there's another part where Donnie like slingshots Raph and he like slams into a jeep with his shell. No, we don't discuss logic. <laughs> it's just, just it's living. just hard. There's Listen, some inconsistencies. Tyler, we're living in a world of teenage it, mutant it, ninja true. turtles. It, it's like when Superman dodges the gun that gets thrown Dude, at that him. That makes me so mad. That makes me so mad. He just takes a, deal with it. Because, dude, it's a pretty cool scene up to that point. Like, he takes his bullet to the eye and then dodges the gun. You're like, <laughs> oh, no. 
No, um, you know what though? Like, okay, so turtle shells are really, really hard for sure, right? And if if there were to be eight foot mutant ninja turtles, it is logical to it'd be assume fair to assume that they're stronger than even more normal turtles, right? If they hadn't shown Shredder crack it, I would buy it, right? But it shows like they're impenetrable, but they're not. So it's like. So are they or are they but, not? But now remind me, did he crack the back of the shell or did he crack the chest? It was the back, the back. I think. Okay. Yeah, because he, he has him on his back and he's like stepping on him. And then yeah. he has Donnie patch it up or whatever. Later. Okay, yeah. Um, So they go in. I mean, also to note, Raph's shell is already somewhat cracked. It has yeah. duct tape on That's it. That's true, already. yeah. Uh, there's a lot of cool fight stuff here. Don, uh, Raph goes in, fights Shredder for a second, gets his ass kicked though. Uh, Will, no, not Will Arnett, Vern and Will April Arnett. come in, release the turtles out of their thing. They, there's some more stuff with the Eric Sachs guy. Fight. They're draining the blood and they're trying, yeah. April's trying to get them out. And then she's like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? Oh, I know. Adrenaline shot. Yep. And, oh, and, and then Raph is losing. And there's uh, the, there's the, I killed your father scene, which is like, they just need to add one more layer it's onto not, this. I am your father? It's the like he's shooting at them, and he's like, "Your father didn't take as many bullets to kill you, or whatever." He's like, "He killed my father." That's like, oh god. <laughs> we needed like no. one more layer of like personal in like interest That's in this. Okay, whatever. That's later. We have we have to go down the. We have to go down. Oh, you're right. We haven't you're even got to the elevator right. yet. Yeah. Oh, that that's co- that's the best thing. <laughs> um, so the, all DJ, the, tur- the turtles are back together again. <laughs> now they've got to get down the mountain. Um, yeah. Yes, which was this, awesome. This scene is pretty entertaining. It, this is this is the Michael Bay scene. It's very like, expensive. Th- this this scene is, looks very. Expensive. This is when you know Explosion-y. Michael Bay is like, hey, you know what we yeah. need here? Yeah, you know, I mean, that was oh, yeah. definitely the Michael Bay scene. But and the last part of like the tower awesome. falling over, but it was awesome. Stuff. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um, the budget for this movie was 130 million dollars. I'm guessing a good chunk of that was this scene. <laughs> but like for 130 million dollars, like. It's pretty like you. The money was pretty well spent because the turtles, even if you don't like the design of them that much, they look good. Like yeah. the effects is good. This whole thing of them sliding down the mountains and stuff is well done. So like 130 million dollars, like well spent. Like Megan Fox and Will Arnett are probably the only really two notable names to pay for for yeah. the movie. So other than that, they basically were probably able to basically just spend all of it. I don't know what's Bobby Goldberg cost for two days on the set. <laughs> <laughs> nowadays <laughs> i mean it's not 1995 uh, they probably only did it in one day yeah maybe yeah oh i'm a sure day or two yeah um yeah this scene's pretty cool um there's some stuff that's just scene. like straight up kind of dumb but you're kind of enjoying it the, the the part with donnie though where he's like in front of the car and he like puts his his staff down and like pole vaults the car i'm like no that's sorry <laughs> sorry <awesome>. no <laughs> Oh, that's so turtles, though. It's kind of cool. It's so turtles. It's kind of cool, but don't you're bring like, logic into teenage uh, mutant ninja turtles. I love that. It's like that was so unrealistic. It's like it's an eight foot turtle. Yeah. <laughs> I think we left realistic. We don't a know. While ago. We don't know what his staff is <laughs> we made checked out of. Our realistic at the door. Yeah, didn't you know that Splinter read a book on how to make really <laughs> strong <laughs> bow staffs out of wood? Don't you know they have vibranium? <laughs> yeah. Um, he learned how to make it from the, the other part, book he the found. The part where he like together. catapults Raph <laughs> into the Jeep. Comic book. <laughs> That's pretty cool though, where he like catapults Raph into the Jeep and he smashes it up. Even though if it's like you wonder like, oh, I thought his shell was broken. He yes. seems to be fine now. But it's, it's a cool scene. Is recording 
this? Yeah, and, and like, <laughs> and like, Vern is driving like this big truck, and you're just like, this she's is like, a bad hanging, idea. She's like hanging out the window, and then they ram into something, and I mean, April's dead. Yeah, she's point. hanging out of the, the truck, and then she's there's, dead. There's cause... a really dumb scene too, where like Vern's gonna be like tell her to be careful. Where he's like, he's like, O'Neill, what are you? Do-? And then he just sees her butt in the window, and he's like, never mind, or whatever. And it's like, really. <laughs> Really? Fine. Also Michael Bay. I know, Michael but, Bay, yeah. but you were kind of impressed. Like, man, we went through like this whole movie without sexualizing Michael or Megan Fox, and there it is. Well, yep. we were so close, guys. <laughs> we were so close. Uh, I mean, she. it's not like Transformers bad, where it's like, here's a belly shirt and short shorts every scene I'm in. It's not like that, but yeah. this scene was just like, you had to get one, didn't you, Michael? You just had one. to. You had to get one. Yeah. Got to put butts in seats, I guess, or... Take a butt out of the seat to get a picture. <laughs> you got to get the butts on the screen <laughs> to and put the butts in seats. So they make it to the cliff and what Mikey is thinking that they're dead. Yeah. They're so oh, young. It's so funny. He's like, he's like, cause he, he sees the truck fall and Leo went with them. He's like, Leo, April, other guy. They were so young. So beautiful. <laughs> and he's like, Donnie's like, they're not dead. <laughs> they're just like hanging over. Oh, okay. <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> I can't remember where it is in the movie. I don't know if it's before this or after this, but I love the part with Mikey and April where he's like, no matter what happens, just remember, I'll always be with you in here. It's at the end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so funny. Oh, I love Michelangelo like, so much. This movie is flawed, but... Oh, they got Mikey it's down. It's fun. This might be the best version of Michelangelo ever. Except, I, I don't know. That 2012 Turtle series is pretty good, but this one's really <laughs> close. Um... So yeah, they go and Donnie's basically like, if we can make it off the cliff, there's a, where this is a shortcut. There's a there's a pipe basically that'll lead us back to you know the city, a sewer pit drain pipe that'll lead us back to the city very quickly. Um, so they're like sliding Three hours through, later. yeah, they're <laughs> sliding through, and they're like carrying April like rafts, like holding her as they're like sliding through Mikey. sewage. Oh, Mikey is whatever, and it's like, <laughs> and then when they get out, like Mary pointed out, like and her hair is perfect and her makeup is perfect, and <laughs> she's not even wet. Yep. Because Mikey did yeah. a really good job of, of he was loving every second of it too. <laughs> so now the plan is uh Vern and April are gonna go try to stop Sax and while the turtles go up to the top of the building to try to stop Shredder and stop the gas from coming out. One, two, three, break, let's go. Uh so they're trying to make it to the elevator and they come around the corner and there's just like fifty foot soldier guys. <laughs> that seems pretty funny. Yeah. And then they get in the elevator and it's like if you had to rank like best turtle moments ever, this is like top three easy. DJ Mikey, it's it's, <laughs> it's a contender for number one, which is like MC Mikey. <laughs> and like at first, it's just, like the fact that like if it was just him, that's pretty funny. Like, uh, but the fact that like they all just come in <laughs> and like when Leo's like banging his sword, he's like, it's so funny. Well, I I think it really bodes bodes well to to remind us that these are teenagers guys exactly. these are like 15 and 16 year olds like for sure i, I did the exact same stupid stuff when i oh, was 15, 15 oh, yeah. and 16 they're very childish very immature yeah i mean it is and i i think that adds to their appeal because mm. as 
you know, growing up, we relate to it because we're them. And then mm. as adults, we relate to it because you that wish used you were to, still them. They used to be us. Like, remember when we were that way and everything was great? Yeah. What makes it really funny, too, is just the contrast because, like, oh, foot shoulders, like firing guns, blah, 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 to go into where it's just silent. And then they start beatboxing <laughs> for the elevator to open, like, ah, and they charge yeah. out. It's like, it's just because everything just stops. The whole movie stops for 30 seconds. Well, yeah, because what else, but it's what so, else could you do in an exactly, elevator? Exactly. It's so funny that they, like, stop the movie completely for that joke it's it works it really works shredder's a boss though the way he just handles all four turtles like oh yeah boom boom well, you're he, dead he, boom boom he should oh yeah i mean shredder's well, this shredder's is like their first the outing as well this is bad. this is the yeah. turtles first outing really like yeah. up to this point they've basically only ever fought each other splinter and a couple foot soldiers really right like so they haven't really fought anybody that was like trying to defeat them that <laughs> hard yeah and shredder's a boss i just I just don't like the freaking knife hands, man. No. I love the big like, like gauntlet it. things that he has with the blades that come down like in most versions of Shredder. I love those. These like kitchen knives that he can like shoot out and then they come back to him somehow. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. It's awesome. I like it. The helmet looks cool. I'll give you that. I think the helmet looks like pretty pretty badass, but it, it, it doesn't work for me. I'm sorry. They all fight Shredder for a while. Then they're like, oh, let's play that game, that leapfrog game, basically. And that's how they kind of take Shredder out momentarily uh, while Vern and April are trying to prevent the gas from coming out. Uh, no, they're trying, they're, they're getting the mutagen. Or, yeah, they're getting the, that's right. They're getting the mutagen because they need it for Splinter still too. Yeah. And they don't want other guy to have it, obviously. Yeah. Um, the they get it. Yeah, the tower falls over and they're all like hanging there. April's joined back up with them at this point. I'm like, you should not be here. Oh, look, that thing's falling over. Well, this is good. <laughs> Um, they're all like hanging there and it is kind of cool. Like I said, I really think that April is the protagonist of this movie. It's very much her story. She gets kind of the cool last blow where she tells Raph, swing me up and he swings her up and she gets to like kick Shredder in the chest and that knocks him down to his defeat. Which I don't mind. No, yeah, it's really cool because like I said, it is, it's her story more than theirs. Yeah. Um, she's the first character we meet. She's the character that we follow through the movie. The turtles, we never really get to see them unless there's a we there's a need for them to be in an action scene, which is kind of a gripe for the movie. I wish we could have got like one or two scenes of just the turtles being the turtles like in the lair, which we don't really get much of. It's like we need the turtles for this. Um, so I and the second movie does more of that definitely. Second movie <laughs> does a lot of that. That might be some of the, the fault. But, second movie is amazing. But they gave us Rocksteady and Bebop, so it's fine. And Krang and Krang, which is really weird. Like, dude, eight year old self. Oh yeah. During like the second movie was like, this is everything because I ever I, wanted. <laughs> because like, as much as we love those Jim Henson turtles and stuff back in the day, we were all bummed that it wasn't. Rocksteady and Bebop at the end of Turtles 2. You know what I mean? We don't talk about it. Exactly. But it's like, it's like it should, why couldn't it have been Rocksteady and Bebop? It should have been. Oh, man. It and so awesome. We got Toe Razor. Yeah. Yeah. Lame. Turtles 2. It. Turtles 2 is garbage. But the, it has the best opening scene of all time. <laughs> they beat Shredder with a keytar. <laughs> that scene in the mall, though. It's the best thing of all time. Where they fight him off with cold cuts and nerf and bats. With the Pizza Hut guy. <laughs> Dude, Michelangelo uses sausages. Murray's like, wait not. a minute, I gotta watch this movie now. Yeah. <laughs> I have the Blu-ray, of that movie. Wow. dude. But that the original '90s Turtles movie was perfect. It's pretty dark. That original. It 90s is. Turtles. It is perfect. It's a perfect. Movie. Um, 
They're so, falling. Some, some cool stuff here where they, yeah, they're on the big beam and it's like falling off the ledges of the building and they all think they're about to die. And it's kind of like, does anyone have anything to say? And Donnie's like, I'm the one who licks the frosting off the Pop-Tarts and puts them back. <laughs> <laughs> and then Raph goes on like this whole long thing. I just wanted to tell you guys that every time I pushed you, it's because I believed in you. And every time I ran away, it's because I was scared. And I just, I love you. And then like finally everything stops. I'm like, uh, Raph? And they're We're on the okay. ground. <laughs> like, oh, like, are you crying? He's like, no, it's just <laughs> dusty over here. <laughs> Good and stuff. And then it ends. Yeah, they've, they, Shredder's in a crater. It's safe to assume he's arrested, I guess. Same with the uh, sax guy. Sure. Um, next scene we get is like in like a parking garage thing where Vern has a new car now because obviously the news van is uh and they said don't put a scratch on it. Yep. Um I I do like the movie makes a uh interesting turn of not doing the predictable of oh the story comes out and April gets her job back. April chooses not to reveal the turtles to everybody and not take any photos of them and give them to the press. So she's still unemployed at this point. Um I, th- I actually really like that that story turn because like oh you would assume like oh yeah that she she gets her big because that's what she wanted from the beginning of the movie like she gets her big break as a reporter like she doesn't but instead she gets this family of turtles now that she has so it's one of those things like that pixar does really well where it's like at the end you don't you get what you wanted just not the way you thought you would get it like you it gets replaced by something else uh he has yeah like mary said he has this car you're not supposed to put a scratch on it the turtles show up in the van (laughs) In the van, in Vern's old van that they've now redesigned, and yeah. like Donnie's like, oh dude, yeah, the man. Turtle van's he's like, amazing. he's like, I pimped this thing out, dude. He's like, fifty-two inch screen, or whatever. He's, like, I can't remember all the other like stuff. So he's like, surround sound, whatever. And I'm like, he's like, check out the bass, bro. And flips the switch, and a bazooka just flies in the car and just destroys, destroys the, the car. car. He's like, oh sorry, still working on the buttons. <laughs> And that's the end of the movie, basically. <laughs> well, then we get one more flirt from Mikey. Oh, yeah, where he's singing the, I can't see me loving nobody yep. but you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> really, really good. Um, And Vern invites April to dinner again. Or yep. no, first he says, I was going to take you out to a fancy restaurant, but I decided dark underground parking was more your style or yep. something like that, whatever. Um, but again, I like that they don't make the decision to like force them together because that's what movies do. Like I'm like, like oh, no, they can just be good friends that maybe like... He's just very attracted to her, but that's fine because she's making Fox. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I never got like the craze over her like everybody did where for a minute she was like the top of everyone's list, but she is a, a very attractive woman. So yep. um, that's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Then we get a, a a Juicy J song that I forgot existed when this movie came out. Knock, knock, you about to get shell shot. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, they did a rap song for this movie. <laughs> you have to. It's and Turtles. It's awesome. And it was kind of cool. You have to do a go rap. Ninja, go Ninja, go yeah. Well, MC Hammer did the first movie and then mm-hmm. Vanilla Ice did the second. The second I mean, one, you yeah. gotta have you gotta have a ninja yes. rap song. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, that's the movie. That's the movie. That's the movie. Um, so let's see. Where were we at on here? I forgot. What was it? 21%? Is that what we said? I think so. Let's see. 21% critical score, 51% audience score. Mary, I'm going to you first. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2014. Was it that bad? Um, I would say it's the same as the audience score. I liked it a lot more. It's closer to the 51? Uh, yeah. So still a middle of the pack movie, but better than... 21. Better than yeah, better than twenty one. Okay, McCord was Ninja Turtles that bad? No, it wasn't that bad at all. Um, 
I'd I'd even bump that up a little bit, probably into like the sixties range, okay. like like sixty two. I mean, we we've been sitting around laughing, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. on parts that were meant to be laughed at, and then we were also most laughing of the jokes at, work. Most of the jokes. Then really we were work. laughing at some things that weren't meant to be laughed at, but yeah. just, but I mean, like it, it's fun. Like it's not a and it's, it's not a great movie. It's pretty harmless yeah. too. Yeah, you know. Um, but the the effects are good. They're not overdone in this movie, which I expected from a Michael Bay movie. I actually walked out of there thinking, like, wow, they're there were not as many explosions as I as I was anticipating. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, a lot of really good low key character moments. The dialogue is actually really very good. The acting in it was was done quite well. Yes, it has a it has its share of problems, but at at the end of the day, man, turn turn it on while you're you know doing your laundry or oh, something. For sure. yeah. You know, it's. it's it's, it's not, fun. It's, it's not fun. super terrible. It's not terrible. It's a fun or show. Oh, yeah. Let me hit you with this angle. You have kids. Is, is this yeah. something you would show your kids? Is this something that you feel like? Yeah, my daughter would love. My daughter loves this show. Okay. My daughter's a big turtles fan. Um, in is, general, if someone had never seen it, they asked you, "Is this a good representation of the turtles?" Of the turtles? Yes. Of Splinter? No. No. Of Shredder? <laughs> of Shredder? No. no. So of the mythos of April, I'd say yes. Yeah. Pretty good. April. She's pretty. Of the overall mythos, <laughs> I'd say no. But if you want to get to know the turtles, then absolutely. I you think, get a basic I gist of what they're are, about. Yeah. I mean, I though they just, nailed the turtles just down. Just when you see Splinter pick up that book, just lean over to like, just so you know, <laughs> it's better than this. <laughs> that's that's when you should go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And come back and be like, oh, he's always been a Kung Fu So master. the movie had yeah, a production budget better. of $125 million, and it made just under $500 million worldwide, which was... Very successful for what I think Nickelodeon was hoping for with this movie, which um, they, I mean, 500 they got a million. Second one, yeah, exactly. So. I mean, they got that second one out pretty quick, too. So it's like, okay, this obviously did well, or at least it hit the goals that they wanted it to. $500 million isn't box office, but I mean, that's a pretty good return on a movie, I feel like, well, especially for a, a, a movie that for the most part is aimed at kids. Well, and they didn't, they didn't like super over advertise it and stuff too. Like, I mean, they, they did didn't... some Pizza Hut sponsor stuff. I remember they were on the Pizza Hut boxes for a while because why would you not? It's turtles and pizza. Right. How many pizzas over the last 30, 40 years do you think the turtles have sold? Like help sell? Dude, I don't know. Like, but... dude, the guys that created Popeye are rolling over in their graves because they're just like, man, we tried to use this cartoon character to help sell healthy food to kids. <laughs> and even still, most kids are like, eh, spin. Like, there might have been one, one or two kids like, oh, okay, Popeye eats spinach. I'll eat spinach. And here come these turtles. They're like, pizza, man. And every kid's like, yes, pizza. Turtles <laughs> pizza. like pizza. We like pizza. <laughs> they're like, no, oh, eat healthy children. I used to even try to make the like the kinds of pizzas oh, the that weird... the turtles make like peanut butter and marshmallow pizza yeah they had some weird things. stuff <laughs> they they just liked everything on their on their pizza oh it's just fun it's turtles peanut butter marshmallows good peanut butter marshmallow pizza is it that Blech. bad i'm going to say no i'm going to put it around 60 or so yeah um I think there's more good in it than bad. There's some stuff. I'm glad it exists. I think there's some good stuff in here. There's just certain decisions in the movie that I'm like, I wouldn't have went that way. I would have done something else. Um, I We've met Kevin Eastman a couple times, and 
I really would like to hear his um, critique of the movie, his opinions on the movie. Um, I heard that he has a cameo in this movie, and I was looking for him through the whole movie and never saw him. And I tried to Google it, and I couldn't find anything. But supposedly, and it's on IMDb too. He's mm-hmm. on IMDb. He's credited as Doctor Uncredited. Yeah. So I don't record. I, to... I don't know if you saw that. I did not. I was trying to find like a screenshot. Kevin Eastman supposedly has a has a cameo of as a doctor in this movie. I was looking for him but never found him. Was he maybe one of the scientists? He must the, have been, but I was trying to find him and never building. did. So um, I I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah, um, it's just worth noting. I'd love to hear what he thinks of the movie personally. Um, next time we see him, we'll have to ask him. He's a very nice gentleman. For anybody out there that's never met Kevin Eastman, um. Do that. Do yourself a favor and meet Kevin Eastman because he's pretty sweet. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh man, he's great. He was really nice to my daughter. Uh, yeah. Same. Same as mine as well. Yeah. And my daughter loves turtles. Oh like, yeah. Every she wants to. She plays hockey now because she wanted to be like Casey Jones. Oh. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, she yeah. she legitimately. She's legitimately. That's awesome. Um, apparently, Turtles is getting another reboot. Like the movies? They're going to do another Turtles movie that's not connected to these ones. Uh-huh. That'll be interesting. Because I guess uh, I, I don't the, think second the second movie one, didn't do very well. Yeah, the second one I don't think did well at all. It only made like $80 million, uh domestically, Ooh. which is not, not, <laughs> not good, good if you, if you have like a hundred and you know thirty Ooh. million dollar. Um, but yeah, uh, apparently Brad Fuller has said that they have dates that they're trying to hit, but they don't really have... That goes back to Any, what we said at the beginning of the show, up. though. There's basically always some iteration of the turtle. There's either a current series coming out or they're working on a new yeah. one. Like, turtles, I don't think will ever go away. I think that's one of those brands that's just... Because, I mean, let's say it's highs and lows, too. I mean, stuff like Turtles, <laughs> the, the Next Mutation and the Broadway show... The Broadway show's Easily <laughs> could have killed, killed the brand. I mean, TMNT didn't do well either when they put that movie out. But it's the brand is strong enough that it can survive... You know the missteps, which is weird because there are way more missteps than good. Oh yeah, way more miss. If you go in and you look, if you actually really dig into the turtles' history, there's so many bad variations of the turtles that oh, yeah. didn't do very well. But the ones that hit, mm-hmm. hit so when much. When it's good, it's real good. That <laughs> you know that that it can carry on the next you know until the next time it hits. Definitely. Again. And you'll find a lot of uh, brands are like that, like franchises, they rise and fall, obviously. Not every iteration is going to be as good as the previous one, or maybe not quite as good as the next one will be. But Turtles is one of those things, yeah, I don't think it's going away anytime soon. But uh, does anybody have anything else left on Turtles before we move into our kind of closing weekly picks, and then we'll close this thing up? No, I just liked it. Okay. Um, The second one was better. Yeah. And worse. <laughs> it's a give and take, man. It's really a give and take. It was it was awesome. It was so amazing. So that's it for Turtles Weekly Picks. Mary, do you have a weekly pick this week? Yeah, I'm going to do a webtoon. It's called Unknown Caller. Okay. It just barely started, and it's got... It's really cool. They're doing augmented reality in it. Uh, so you like read a story, and the, it's a scary story. So read it at night, because it'll make you scared. 
Uh, and then when you scroll past, seems like the opposite thing that you yeah. want to do. <laughs> yeah, like read it during like, the day yeah. so you don't get scared. I yeah. mean, right. even reading it during the day, it got me on some jump scare moments because you you scroll and you're reading through the story and it's telling you about the second story. Really got me. Uh, that was the scary scariest one. Uh, you scroll and it gets to a point where it turns to your camera and like the first story, it has like a girl and it's just like she's like off to the side. And so, like, you have to, like, move your camera to look at her face. Mm. And then she just, like, makes a really scary face. That one wasn't too scary. It was the second one that got me because it was, like, <laughs> in your face, it, it got me because I I was looking at it really close because I was like, what's going on? And then all of a sudden, it, like, popped out into my face. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Unknown Caller on Webtoons. Cool. Um, I've recommended it before, but I'm going to recommend it again just because it feels fitting. The The current IDW Ninja Turtles series, which is written by Kevin Eastman and Tom Waltz. They write together. Um, so nice to see Kevin Eastman still involved with the Turtles, still working on the book. I don't know how much he is involved. He gets a co-writing credit on every issue. I've, from, from what I've heard, I think he... Because when I even asked him about it last year, I said, hey, I really love this. He goes, yeah, I really have to give credit for Tom, to Tom because he puts a lot of it together. I think... Kevin plots it more and Tom Waltz scripts it. Mm. Um, that's the impression right. I got. Uh, but they're about 90 issues in or so to this current run, and it's really good. And it takes stuff from every version of the Turtles. This is my favorite version of the Turtles, is this IDW comic. Is the reincarnated from ancient yeah. Japan. Like it takes stuff from turtles? every. There, there's some stuff from the 84 Turtles, the 87 anime That makes sense why they know martial arts. Yeah, the 2003 Turtles, like they they take stuff. Even the Michael Bay, like they take stuff from every version, like the good stuff. It's MC like Mikey. It's all the best stuff <laughs> that, from all that of is the, the turtles. best part of Michael yeah. Bay's Turtles. Into just one like greatest hits Turtles. Interesting, which is really good. So I'm gonna recommend that McCord. Yeah, Cobra Kai season two. Woohoo! That just that just <laughs> dropped. Um, for those of you who don't know, Cobra Kai is. The real-time sequel series to the Karate Kid trilogy. Okay, I was gonna say, would you call it like a spin-off or no? It's it's a direct. Okay. Like it, you watch the original trilogy mm-hmm. of the movies. The third one is not the one with the girl. That's actually the fourth movie, still in canon, because still like the same Mister Miyagi. What about the one with Will Smith's kid? No, doesn't count. <laughs> There's no karate in that movie. <laughs> It's all kung fu. It's not even karate at all. That movie's not comic related, but do that movie both. So but bad. Will Smith is an executive producer on Cobra Kai. Probably okay, so because he, he owns has the rights. A, oh, does he? Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe he has some affinity for the karate kid. Oh, I'm, and I'm and I'm sure he does. Um, but this is this is a real time sequel series, so it's been on YouTube Red. On YouTube Red. But YouTube Red is going away. The premium service is going away, and they're going to ad-based, but it is going to be free. Oh, really? So both seasons will be free. So is that like, like slap August in the face sep- to everyone that paid for it already? Like, then? like August and September. <laughs> um, or people who got like a free month trial and watched Cobra Kai. Yeah. I don't know those people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but, but it's... It picks up with uh, where Daniel and Johnny's lives have gone. With the original cast, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With with Daniel, with Johnny, they've got people in season two. They've got like the original members of Cobra Kai that come in. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, Daniel LaRusso's mom who comes in. She was only actually seen in the first movie uh, out of the three. 
but they but they bring in a lot of the original cast even the the cast members not just the characters but a lot of the original cast and just kind of how that one kick Mm -hmm. you know changed the life of daniel larusso for the better and changed johnny lawrence's life for the worse Mm -hmm. and they end up running competing dojos okay what because Johnny's like, well, this was the only time I was ever happy was when I was in Cobra Kai. So he starts Cobra Kai and Daniel sees the Cobra Kai's back and he's like, well, I can't have that. So he mm-hmm. starts Miyagi-Do. <laughs> and it's actually really, really very good. And their kids are involved. Both Johnny's and Daniel's kids are involved in the show. They really do a good job of honoring the memory of Mr. Miyagi, who is also dead in the series. Like everything is real time. So what happened in 1984 happened in 1984. What happened in 2019? This is 2019. Okay. Uh huh. Cool. Yeah. So it's it's really very good. The second season just came out. Um, I don't think the second season was quite as good as the first season, but still really very good. Mm. And I uh, yeah, that's totally my pick of the week okay. for sure. Cool. So uh, time flies almost as fast as Vern's van getting to mountains from Manhattan. <laughs> uh, we will be back here next week with, as we mentioned earlier, our next comic book club, which is Secret Weapons from the Valiant Universe. It's going to be fun. Yay. Next month on Was It That Bad? We need McCord because we are going to go back to Fox's first attempt at the Dark Phoenix uh, storyline in X3, The All Last right. Stand. Right. Uh, we'll try to defend that one, we'll, which will also have a review for Dark Phoenix when that movie comes. So there's going to be a lot of X Men stuff going on in June. Yay. So let's call it June X Month because I, I imagine X Men we'll, and Secret Weapons. I imagine we'll tie <laughs> we'll tie a comic book club into X Men somehow next month as well, just yes. to kind of give it an X themed month. So um, so yeah, lots of good stuff okay coming down the pipeline from you guys. <laughs> Donny Cates is the next creator focus, which will be in a couple weeks. So look forward to that. Doug Wagner again will be May 31st. Um, I like Doug. So Doug Wagner is an amazing Very person. Nice. So fun to interview because he he gives such good answers to everything. He's really just. Uh, I'm trying to think. He's of what a the really word is. nice guy. Oh yeah, he is. He's he writes very re- supportive of like. He other writes really weird and stuff. stuff, and then when you meet him, you're like, "This is not what I expected <laughs> yeah. you to look like." He's a, such <laughs> a good writer like. too. Oh yeah, I mean, he's such a good writer. So, and I mean, very obviously big deal to this podcast because that was kind of the first initial jump this podcast took was when he agreed to come on so it's going to be great to team back up with him what 18 months later so it'd be Mm -hmm. nice uh so yeah make sure if you guys have any questions for doug so if you want to ask him he will be promoting his new book which is a sequel to the ride uh which will be coming out in june which will be about two weeks like their 15th anniversary of ride too so it'll be he'll be here about two weeks before his book comes out we're going to be trying to push that book as hard as we can so that's obviously going to be the majority topic of the episode but i'm sure doug will ask any or answer any questions you guys might have for him so get those in um until next time my name is tyler i'm mary i'm mccord and we're podcasting a half show that's a bad joke (laughs) turtle power (laughs)